I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine if you click play on this video and it was just me, Simon here, what culture going? Well, I think that somebody may be about to hit Rick Rude's finishing move onto World Wrestling Entertainment. Second thoughts, it should have been about that. It's not. But putting that aside, I just want to make it very clear that I am over the moon that fans are about to return to professional wrestling. But I also think that every single promotion more or less would give themselves a pat on the back if they were able to survive throughout the pandemic, because it must have been so damn hard. But we have learned now, no matter what you do try and do to compensate for this, there's nothing better than a human being going, yes, yes, and having the time of their life. For WWE, this does mean saying goodbye to the Thunderdome, which was quite the ingenious creation, but due to all the above, I'm certainly done with it. Although I will admit, I'm sure much like a lot of you, I kind of did get used to the whole process and somebody in the back just hitting boo mp3 or cheer.wav. I mean, it's just what I came to expect rather than wait to see what the instinctive reaction of a real crowd was. (laughs) But that is why WWE made me in for a rude awakening. I screwed that up. I meant to do it as a statement. Anyway, here's why. Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. We have to see what the fallout is. But let's not pretend way back in 2019, sometimes fans would go to wrestling shows and, as is their right, just do whatever the hell they want. So they'd boo Roman Reigns, they'd go CM Punk, CM Punk. And they would do that always weird one where they asked two wrestlers to fight forever. And if they actually did give that to you, eventually you'd be like, honey, I think we got to go home. And of course there is what, which has been around for 20 years, annoys most people, but we're going to do it anyway, because we can. It is something that has wound up Vincent Kennedy man over the years, or at least that's what the word on the street always was, as his best laid plans went to waste. Because gone are the days when he would hear the kind of noise that was coming from his venues and go, oh, maybe we should change things on the fly, much like we did with Stone Cold Steve Austin. If he thinks an idea is good, he is going to run it this way, even if you want to go over there. This is why 2020 and 2021 was somewhat of a blessing for WWE because they knew their stories and they knew their characters and what they wanted to get over and could easily just press a button or use the soundboard to achieve it. Like seriously, would anybody in a real live environment ever accepted Otis going heel because he was basically like your beloved brother or zombies? 
Remember zombies, Damien Priest, Miz, and a bunch of zombies. I can only imagine what would have happened if we had done that in an actual arena. Although, to be honest, I don't think WWE would have done it. I mean, look what happened with Daniel Bryan a few years ago. It is perfectly reasonable to assume that he never would have made it to the WrestleMania 30 main event if it wasn't for fans losing their damn minds. I mean, he said this in his own book, and I know because I read it. It was the fans deciding to yell this into existence which made it come to be, and also why it was so damn good, it was real. Sadly, this wasn't always the way, and some verbal protests landed on deaf ears, such as everything that happened at Hell in a Cell 2019. And we are still dealing with the ramifications of that right now. And a huge explanation for this is because WWE has kind of gone from promoters to content creators, because no matter what they do present to us, their check is still gonna be in the mail. Or it turns up digitally, you know, it is the modern day. But the point is, when you get to a pay-per-view, if you don't really want to sell it, you don't have to, because again, you've already been sold. So what the hell does happen when we do reopen the doors? Do we just go back to how it was? Is there a certain grace period where we're like, well, you know, it has been a while, I'm just gonna have a good time. I mean, it's not like tickets have been flying off the shelves, but that too ties into the fact but while we all want it to be over, this whole pandemic thing, well, it is still ticking along. There's always gonna be some individuals who are not ready to return to packed arenas, and I can completely empathize, sympathize, and understand that. You wanna protect yourselves, and you wanna make sure it's okay before you step out into the big bad world. Anxiety is a very real thing. It's also gonna be very interesting to see what is popular and what isn't. Like, TV ratings aren't doing particularly well right now, but there are some other factors around that. But it still stands to reason that people don't wanna tune in. So the key with all of this is that WWE is gonna have to satisfy their fan base. That's why Wimbledon, the tennis tournament over here in the UK, and the Euros have been doing so well because the outcomes have made people go, oh man, that's just what I wanted. And it's also why something like Double or Nothing had a raucous audience. They got the gift that they desired. And it's why WWE absolutely has to start reading the room. Let's not pretend they're not capable of this either. A few weeks ago, we had Xavier Woods versus Riddle, which any live crowd would have appreciated. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus can only have entertaining matches. Then you got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And as we have learned, they can just have matches everybody loves them. We are also going to probably have to cut back on all these surprise roll-ups and distraction finishes. Now, I know this is a particular bugbear of mine, especially on ups and downs, but if you do do it in front of human eyes and you get to the third one within a three-hour period, somebody is just going to get bored. That's how it works. Worse than that, you may piss people off and then get the dreaded chance, or everybody will start sitting on their hands. I don't want to see a quiet crowd for at least 562 days because we've all been desperate to get back. So it's about the atmosphere, to be completely honest with you. You want somebody to tune into a Raw or a SmackDown or even NXT and be hit with such a wave of noise that they start thinking, well, that's something I want to go to in person because otherwise, FOMO, fear of missing out really regret saying FOMO. I suppose with all the recent madness, it just has presented WWE with an opportunity, here's those words again, to hit the reset button. But do it on the themes, do it on the sets, do it on the wrestlers, do it on the storylines, but also do it in how you're treating the fans. Shake up your approach so it does feel all exciting. And of course, they don't have to do it. It's their company. They can do whatever the hell they want. But when are you ever going to get an opportunity like this again? The world stopped for the last 18 months. 
you better take advantage of it. And of course, one of the huge things about being a wrestling fan is going on the internet and saying, well, I hate this and I like this and screw you, how dare you come into my house and say these things. But wouldn't it be awesome if it only was just for a little while that when you did watch on Mondays or Fridays or Wednesday or whatever the hell it was, everything your heart desired manifested itself on your television set. And we don't have to get into all this, oh man, the booking is terrible and Vincent Man is old and is out of touch. You can just go, well, by Jove, I was sports entertained. Maybe I'll tune in next week. Apparently when this does happen to you, you turn into a ye old gentleman. But it is intriguing and it is fascinating for me personally. That's all I actually need. It is going to be so novel to see fans back in an arena and how WWE treats those fans. Well, I'm just going to get that popcorn and start throwing it into my face and observe. Finally, finally, too, before I do let you go and eat pizza or put cheese up your ass, whatever the hell you want to do, I want to make it very clear. I don't want this from WWE. I want Raw and SmackDown to be the best they can be, and I want fans to buy in to what they're putting out there. It's one of the reasons I'm so excited about seeing Roman Reigns in front of a crowd. If we go back to WrestleMania 37, there was so much worry, oh no, they're going to cheer Roman, it's all gone bad. They were not. They were jeering this man because they didn't want to acknowledge him. And at one point, he even went around, acknowledge me, acknowledge me. And that was flipping awesome. And for me, the world of sports entertainment is just better when we cheer the good guys and we boo the bad guys. I mean, there's not the occasion here and there when it's fun to go into bizarro world, but mostly I'm just an old school kind of a guy. So as already mentioned, we now sit down, we cross our arms and we wait and see. I tell you, it's going to be a lot of fun when we do have fallout between fans and WWE management. <laughs> it's not like they go about it quietly. <laughs>